Why do we never have intros? Why do you never have intros? Oh, yeah, that's right, because it's my episode. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just clicked off. <laughs> Everyone shut it off. This is going to be one of the boring ones. <laughs> it's another one of my episodes, which means boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, so do you know what this week's episode is about? Um, is it a man? It is a man. Is it one that is a moth? It is a Mothman. <laughs> yeah, so we are going to be doing the Mothman this week. Um, this one came as a request from my brother, who really wanted us to do the Mothman. And he deserves it because he sends me jokes. Yeah, and he actually listens to this. So, <laughs> so thanks, Zach. So before we go ahead and get going, get started, um, we have a couple of new reviews that I would like to go over. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> um, I actually figured out how to see our reviews in, uh, I'm not going to say real time, but realer time. <laughs> so the first one uh, comes from Hello and No from, <laughs> via Apple Podcasts. Me at work. Hello. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, anyone who's worked in customer service or retail, just hello and no. <laughs> so this one's titled "Great Show." It says love they, the. Sh- is this about ours? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, these are some reviews I found on some other. You pod- said reviews. You didn't say hardly paranormal reviews. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll clarify. These are hardly paranormal reviews. Oh, they're not paranormal. <laughs> okay, okay, continue. Uh, this one's titled, Great Show. Love this show. Always keeps me interested and always look forward to new episodes. Can't recommend it enough. And then it is signed, Tabby from Your New Best Friends Podcast. Are we new best friends with Tabby? I think we're going to have to be. <gasps> oh, do you like memes? I send a lot. What? <laughs> uh, the other review comes from October 71, also from Apple Podcast. It says, you'll love it. I love the phrase, you'll love it, because every time I hear it, I think of uh, the movie Scrooged, <laughs> when they do their promo yeah. for Scrooge, and it's like, you'll, like, Y-U-L-E. Aww. You'll love it. I always <laughs> think of that. That has nothing to do with this, but it's just Side note. <laughs> how my brain works. It says, if you're a fan of real-life ghost stories and super-duperstitious, you'll love this podcast, too. Like the other two, the stories are great, they're funny, informative, and they try to figure out what's really going on. Jerry does. I do. <laughs> also, I love the cryptid shipping. <laughs> Lacey's constant jokes are funny in a groan-worthy dad joke sort of way, but it's really her bursts of laughter after she tells them that also makes me burst out laughing. I binged all the episodes, 1 through 16, in three days, so that should tell you something. Give it a listen. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. That is such a glowing review. <laughs> Uh, we really appreciate it. Also, uh, that binge life. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for binging our episodes. Thank you for anybody who takes the time to listen to what we have to say on yeah. this stupid show and then go and write a review. Like, we yeah. really appreciate it. It does help the show out a ton and it helps, you know, it's it's how we get to more ears. <laughs> I really think that one day we should record, like, have a camera on me so you could see the horrible like face that I make right before I tell a joke and then after I tell it because you could immediately tell when I'm about to tell a joke. (laughs) Do you know that tightness you get in your chest when someone brings up a social engagement that you're about to be included in? (laughs) Yes. As you were explaining that, that's what happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. Um, we also have a couple of shout-outs to some other shows. Recently, uh, we talked about it in the last episode, recently we recorded a promo and we sent it out to other shows. We're doing like a promo swap where we send them ours, they send us theirs, and then we, we play them on our shows. And we've had a lot of people give us a lot of love uh, playing our promos and, again, getting us to more ears. So And being super nice. Yeah, super nice. We've we had got some... called gorgeous. We got called gorgeous. Yeah, that was very nice. I want to give a... We have faces for radio, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I'm fabulous. <laughs> uh, some of the um, podcasts that played our promo and showed us some love, uh, like, yeah, that happened, uh, which we are big fans of them. <laughs> um, Game Till 5, uh, We Drink and We Know Things, The Forensic Files... Uh, we need to talk about ghosts. Like, there's been a lot of podcasts that really do not need to give us the time of day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they have given us a small smidgen of their show to give us a little bit of love and help us get promoted. And we really, really appreciate every single show that helps us out. Yeah, I would give you, like, a super duper hug if we were around. We also know that all these shows that I just mentioned, not only do they play our promo, but they sent us their promos. And we are going to be playing every single one of those promos um, in each week's episode. Uh, so we're getting through them at a, a kind of a steady clip. <laughs> if you are one of those shows that have sent us one and we didn't play yours yet, that's because what I'm trying to do is pair the promo <laughs> with the episode so that they kind of make sense together. So that's that. <laughs> I also want to give a special shout out to Emma and Dan over at Real Life Ghost Stories. Really, really appreciate you guys playing our promo and giving us advice on how to get our promo <laughs> out there because we made it and i was like cool now what, what? <laughs> what do we do now <laughs> um and they had you know wonderful things to say about us in the show that made us feel really great and uh and also like induced so much anxiety yeah it's really uh i'm not great at compliments i'm sorry <laughs> Yeah, people say nice things, and I love it, but also, like, I, I, I want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> like, continue doing so, but, like, terror. Yeah. So in the spirit of doing this whole, you know, promo swap, we have a promo. And it comes from the show Nightgeist. That is a very funny show with Erica and Liana. They are a couple of ladies that drink and talk about spooky shit. I actually put rum in my coffee tonight in honor of them. We're going to play their promo and then we're going to say a couple things about the show, because I really like the show and I have things I want to say. So <laughs> here is their promo. Do you enjoy the strange, bizarre, and unknown? Bigfoot, ghosts, and aliens? <laughs> I'm Erica. And I'm Liana, and we're the Night Guys Podcast. That's night, G-E-I-S-T, one word, think poltergeist. We bring you the lighter side of horror weekly by asking the questions no one else asks, like, is Mothman just lonely? Do aliens run if you throw rocks at them? Is Bigfoot just a small guy with oddly large feet? Can you actually befriend a ghost? We cover it all, including weekly weird news. We are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. You can also find us on Patreon for additional content. We are Nightgeist. We'll pour a glass of wine and wait for you. Cheers! So, that is Nightgeist. Um, the show is very, like, it very much reminds me of, like, talk radio. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really come off like a podcast. It, podcasts sort of have, like, a certain kind of sound to yeah. them. And they're more like you're just listening to the radio. And I love that. But they, I get the more like you're hanging out your girlfriend's kind of vibe. Yeah. It sounds like you're hearing a couple of chicks that are kind of tipsy talking in a club. But what they're talking about is really interesting. <laughs> oh, I would go to clubs if they were there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, 
They're really funny, and they have this great uh, chemistry together. I highly recommend the show. They're very, very funny. I think you'll really, really like it. If you like this show, um, you'll like that one way better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in their promo, they they do mention uh, Mothman, which is why their promo is on this episode, because it's the Mothman episode. They tend to cover a lot of cryptids, so this is the segue. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing more arm motions people can't see. So, Lacey. Yes. What is the Mothman? Um, a really shitty movie from the early 2000s. Okay. You're talking about the Mothman prophecies. Yes. From the year 2002. Yes. Right. With Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a really shitty movie. I didn't like it at all. And I think it's based on a book about the Mothman. Mm. Uh, but do you know, what do you know about, like, the Mothman? Um, I know he's a big guy. Um... There's some kind of bridge accident or something collapse, okay. and he was there, and he warned people. I don't really get it. I don't get it. <laughs> That's so weird. Usually, when people are into the same kind, this kind of stuff, yeah, like cryptids, up Mothman is like one of the patron saints of crypto, uh, cryptozoology. Yeah. So it's always weird when someone's like you who yeah. does a show like this. <laughs> doesn't know who the Mothman really is. Do you think if he was, like, the biggest Mothman, he'd be a Mammoth Man? Oh, Mammoth Man. <laughs> oh, man, I like wordplay. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. I love how every joke I have, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna repeat it. <laughs> if he's out during a full moon, he's a Lunar Mothman. Aww. <laughs> Alright, see, I had one. <laughs> yeah, so the Mothman is a cryptid, but he kind of walks this weird line of not quite being a cryptid because cryptids i feel like fall into a very specific category of folklore Mm -hmm. where there are some people who believe you know what i mean i don't really think there are people who genuinely believe that mothman is real i hope zach doesn't because this is gonna be a really weird way to honor him (laughs) zach if you believe in the mothman he's stupid (laughs) oh no. no i'm just kidding okay we'll cut that out the reason that i say that is because He's taken on a larger sort of um, presence Mm -hmm. in West Virginia, where he's from, to where he's kind of like a legend more than a cryptid. Uh, A lot like the Jersey Devil. Do you you think he's a mountain mama? What? West Virginia, mountain mama. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope he would take me home on the country roads. (laughs) You know what? I don't think he would, (laughs) just based on the little bit that I know about him. Oh. Yeah. Personally? Yeah. Do you think he's into redheads? Uh, I don't know. We talked on IRC. What? <laughs> <laughs> so IRC, it was like what people, it was like a chat thing before like MSN Messenger was a thing. Uh, wow, you are old. I am so old. We just had two cans that were string between them and we <laughs> talked all night. So yeah, the Mothman, he's basically described as like a humanoid figure, mm-hmm. sometimes with or without a head and big wings, large wings. Sometimes the wings are feathered. Sometimes they're like bat wings. Do sometimes- I see a moth? I'll get to that. Oh. Sometimes they are moth wings. It really depends on who's telling the story and, uh, you know, the artists that are involved. Because there's lots and lots and lots of art of Mothman. Uh, but most... Well, I was kind of hoping he did art. That would have been rad. <laughs> most famously, he's, he has very bright red eyes. Uh, I think that's really where the moth part comes from. Mm-mm. And he's supposedly makes, like, sort of a squeaky kind of sound weird yeah um and he's very very fast and uh he sort of lumbers around how big is he about human sized mm-hmm. like a little bit bigger than a, than a man how do you tell the difference between like girl moths and boy moths is Moth this balls? a joke oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you got me. <laughs> you really snuck that one in. Like That's what she said. I really had no idea if you were telling a joke or not. I thought you were genuinely asking me. Wow. Seriously? You're drinking coffee through a straw? You five? Wait, they don't drink coffee. <laughs> Never mind. You're you're pretty spot on with where Mothman is kind of concerned about the bridge, the silver bridge. Yeah. Uh, and the, the silver bridge disaster. We'll get to that. Mothman actually only had sightings during a 13-month period of the 60s. And then again, like, in recent years. Uh, so it's a very... It's why it's so bizarre that he's as big as he is. He's like yeah. one of the heavy hitters of the cryptid world. Wait, wait, wait. I have issues with this because the Mothman's so popular, but how come people don't hear the Jersey Devil as much? What do you mean? Because, like, everyone knows the Mothman. I think there's a couple of different reasons for that, and we're going to get into that. Mm. The Jersey Devil's a gay icon. Oh, because of the headless ghost yes. relationship. Yeah, that's Mothman's fair. nothing. So the first sighting of the Mothman was on November 12th in 1966 mm -hmm. uh, in West Virginia. He was basically seen outside of uh, Clendenin, Clendenin, I think. It's a weird name. Clendenin, West Virginia. And there were these five um, men who were digging a grave in a cemetery outside Clendenin. Okay. And they saw a humanoid figure flying overhead. Um, they said it had about a 10-foot wingspan. That's big. It's pretty big. <clears throat> and they reported it, basically said they saw it, nothing really came of it. Um, the next sighting was actually a couple of days later, on November 15th. What you're going to notice here is that there's a lot of documentation mm -hmm. about the sightings. Uh, this is a... There's almost like a, uh, a narrative to this whole thing. Mm -hmm. So this is probably part of the reason that he's so popular, is there's like a, a story. Yeah. So that second sighting that was on November 15th, it was uh, two young couples from Point Pleasant, West Virginia, mm -hmm. which is sort of like the epicenter of the Mothman stuff. Uh, it was Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet. They were just out near uh, this place called the TNT area, which is a place near Point Pleasant where there used to be a munitions factory in World War II. Do you think it's dynamite? Dynamite. TNT. I'm dynamite. TNT. Really? Nothing? No, no, I know what you're doing. I just... <laughs> <laughs> what am I... What do you mean nothing? What am I supposed to like throw a dollar and a half? Like, what is supposed to happen here? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, they basically, they saw it and it was, it was like kind of like lumbering near the munitions plant and they saw it, but it didn't, they, they, they thought it was a person, but they noticed that it was kind of, you know, weirdly shaped. And then they noticed it had wings. That's rude. That it had wings? No, it was weirdly shaped. Body shamers. I, I think a person with wings is kind of weird. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I applaud you for being so body positive, but that is weird. <laughs> a person with wings is weird, regardless of how cool it might be. So they, they went back later to see, you know, to kind of confirm what they saw, and yeah. they saw him again. Uh, they said that when they went to go, you know, kind of cheese it in their car, as the headlights shined on him, he had these bright, luminous red eyes. And they bolted down the highway, and the Mothman flew after them, mm -hmm. and was able to keep up with their car, even when they were going a hundred miles an hour. I want to- I appreciate that, um, they saw his glowing eyes and booked it 
unlike every other cryptid that we've talked about, where they gaze into their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. I guess, like, since they're red, the Jersey Devil had, like, beautiful blue eyes. So. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, pretty much ubiquitous throughout all of the sightings, is the bright red eyes. Mm. Uh, there's not really a whole lot of description about the rest of the body, and you'll see that if you look up, like, the Mothman artwork, the artwork tends to have nothing to it it's just like a black form and anytime that there are details it's because an artist has you know taken liberties and whatnot yeah uh, but largely it's eyes black shape wings with or without arms maybe Most... he's wearing a mumu i mean he could be no one ever really portrays him uh with clothes but that could just be because it's dark out yeah it's a black mumu could you imagine that if like <laughs> you're out with your lady or your fella out on like you know make out point and you turn your headlights on and there's a giant moth wearing a muumu <laughs> just standing in front of your car like oh oh shit <laughs> oh my god now we have to make this a drawing <laughs> oh yeah maybe that's why he was chasing him he was just so he was as freaked out or maybe <laughs> maybe he was going home he freaked out was gonna fly back to his moth house. <laughs> And they just happen to be going the same way. And it's that awkward, like, you're both leaving the same way kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I hope so. And he's going faster, trying to, like, pass them. And they start going faster, trying to escape him. It just becomes this awkward thing. That's what I think happened. I, I agree. Imagine he's, like, Homer in the Moo Moo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think he's fat. I think he just Do you think is he has a, a fat guy cap? No, I think he's just a lazy dresser. Oh, so first we're going to body shame the Mothman, then we're going to fashion shame the Mothman? I've not ever seen moth clothing to know what the baseline for their fashion sense is. Oh my god, I want a picture of a realistic looking moth with little pants. Oh, I want that so badly for me. <laughs> you think moths don't wear pants because they always accidentally eat them? <laughs> yes. Like they buy it and then they bring it home and they're like, oh, we're supposed to go grocery shopping. And they're just like, I'll just have a nibble. And then it's that thing where, like, you keep taking a bite and a bite, and the next thing you know, they're shorts. <laughs> it's like when um, Homer sells his soul for a donut, and his head becomes a donut, and he can't stop eating it. That's what I imagine it's like. Yeah, that might be why he has to wear the Moo Moo, because it's cheap. Yes! He can't keep buying Levi's and then eating them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, imagine his little feet poking out. And he's got to buy a bunch, because they have six legs. So he's got to buy three pairs of Levi's just to leave the house. <laughs> He eats all the Levi's. That's like $150 worth of jeans right there. Mothman cannot afford that. No, he cannot. <laughs> I don't want to stereotype because, like, obviously, like, every cryptid is unique. But, I mean, typically they don't have jobs. So I can't imagine he's buying expensive jeans. I don't know why they have to be expensive, but he's not buying. <laughs> well, he wants to accessorize the right way. He's not buying anything is really what it comes down to. <laughs> oh, what if he's stealing clothes? <laughs> See, I feel like if he's going to steal clothes, it's going to be to eat them. <laughs> Because he's not tried, he's not tried to eat anybody. He's not actually attacked anyone. Oh. He literally just shows up, is frightened. I think it's because they catch him like on his way to someone's like laundry line <laughs> to go steal their socks and stuff. They can... That's what happens to socks. The Mothman eats them. Yeah. Oh. Holy shit! We solved it. <laughs> we cracked the case. Holy shit. All right, uh, show's over, guys. We're Last gonna... episode, yeah. No reason to go on. We basically solved the greatest mystery of all time. What happens to the other sock? <laughs> oh, now I need a picture of the Mothman stealing socks from, like, a washing With, machine. like, chopsticks. Like, just <gasps> reaching in and nom 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 nom. Yes! <laughs>
So, other people began reporting similar sightings after this over the course of this 13-month period. And it was a fairly regular basis, like reports were just coming in, and it was always the same thing. There would be, they would see a shadow, something flying, or someone would see the red eyes in the woods, or something like that. Most of the reports also reported that he flew silently, and that uh, he didn't flap his wings very much. I'll say, like, do you fly loudly? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, a lot of birds fly and make noise when I they fly. I don't know that much about birds. Okay. So, like, the reason that owls are able to fly quietly is because the primary feathers on the tips of their wings are actually, like, shaped in a certain way so that they don't make noise. Oh. So they can sneak up on prey. But, like, most birds, they do make noise when they fly. I was not aware of that. Well, now you are. And, uh, and as I said before, the, the bright red eyes, but mm -hmm. the eyes are almost always bright when a light is shined on them. Which I like that so many people encounter him and they have flashlights and stuff. Yeah. That doesn't really happen with a lot of cryptids. It's usually, like, a shadow and then they run away and then they say exactly what they saw with full details. Yeah, they stare <laughs> into the eyes of the dog man. And <laughs> they fall in love with the dog man. <laughs> so the sightings continued up until December 15th, 1967. Uh, when the Silver Bridge collapsed, killing 46 people. Um, the sightings stopped right after that, but eyewitnesses later who witnessed the bridge collapse came forward to say that they had seen the Mothman around the bridge prior to the collapse. One of the other things that's really unique about uh, the sightings that people had during that 13-month period is many of the people who reported seeing it, they also reported visits from the men in black. That they would go to the press or the police or something like that and say they saw the Mothman, and then they would get a visit from the men in black, telling them to stop talking about it. Do you think that's because um, he is in a polyamorous relationship with the men in black, and he doesn't want they don't want to share the mothman so you don't think it was genuinely like the alien information suppressing agency of the government yeah it was literally men wearing black who are like the mothman's main bitch and they come up and they're like you yeah, need to like step in, off my man like in tiger king what? <laughs> what? oh i have no idea what you're talking about like when he's married to those two guys no, the mothman is married to those two men in black well they don't say two men in black they say the, the men in black well, I assume. When you assume, you make an ass out of you. <laughs> and the Mothman. Period. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they, the, all the sightings basically stopped, and they picked up again years later. Some people claim to have seen the Mothman around Chernobyl before the Chernobyl incident. Some people claim to have seen them at the scene of 9-11. Oh no, his wings must be so tired. Flying all over the place, yeah. yeah. I have a theory, though. Okay. You know how they say, like, um, a butterfly could flap its wings and it'll change all of time? What if the Mothman flapped his wings and that's why those things happened? So, um, you're, you're referring to the butterfly effect. Yes. Which does not state that if a butterfly flaps its wings, it causes bad things. <laughs> that's like a for-example hypothetical. It doesn't mean that that's literally how it works, I'm though. just saying. Maybe he's a time traveler. That's why he only shows up at certain points. This, no, that's... Yes! The Mothman is Doctor Who, obviously. <laughs> um, well, I think it would be interesting if he was Doctor Who. And I, I understand why people attribute his presence to the Silver Bridge collapse, because he was seen in the area prior mm -hmm. to that happening, and then not seen after that. I think it's really tacky when people mention him being at other major disasters, yeah. like Chernobyl and like 9-11. Mm -hmm. um, that was a huge tragedy. I mean, the collapse of the Silver Bridge was also a tragedy, but like, that was an accident? Whereas, like, 9-11 was not an accident, mm -hmm. so I think it's really 
tacky and disrespectful to be like, oh, I saw the Mothman there. Because I know that people aren't trying to say that he causes these things. Yeah. They're trying to say that he's like a harbinger. Like, he shows up to warn people he's an omen. That's a shitty way to go about it, though, because he just shows up. Like, what? how are you supposed to get ready for that? He doesn't give you, like, like some sign language or, like... He doesn't leave a note, you know? Yeah. He literally... He doesn't even really show up. He just happens to get seen. Yeah. <laughs> He's not in a place where people can see him and go, oh no, the Mothman, a tragedy is about to happen. Yes, do, you, do you just stay in your home? Is it a tragedy specific to the people who see him? Like, Well, no, the, the idea is people claim to have seen him on the bridge and then he flew off the bridge. Yeah, but they saw him in the woods and stuff. Yeah, I mean... So it's like, how are you supposed to prepare? That's the worst... That's the shittiest, like omen prophecy kind of thing i think at best we can say that the mothman is either at best we can say he's not related to the incident that happens mm-hmm. at worst he's really shitty at his job as like a paul revere warn people kind of guy yeah so i think that that's it i think he just sucks at his job <laughs> yeah maybe he's a new guy oh like the phantom like there's a new one every or like the dread pirate roberts like there's a new yeah mothman every couple of years <laughs> and he's the new mothman but they're like they're all bad at it yeah, well, the training probably is terrible, because, I mean, <laughs> where do you go to train for that? And every time someone flashes the light on, you know, you get really distracted. <laughs> I thought it was really crazy that on top of people reporting him, they were also reporting seeing the men in black. Yeah. I think that's a pretty crazy thing. Um, some it's of the like other Will Smith s- wasn't even alive then. Uh, I think it's weird that people saw the men in black, but some of the other things that they saw were really weird. Like, they saw, uh, there was one guy, he was a contractor... Uh, Newell Partridge, who he blamed his German Shepherd going missing and a buzzing noise on his TV on the Mothman after he saw it in a nearby field. Maybe the Mothman wanted a puppy. He's lonely. He didn't say he killed the dog. I don't think he's lonely. I think moths are largely solitary. You've seen them all by a light? Yeah, by the light, not with each other. They're not hanging out. I've never seen a swarm of moths. <laughs> I've never seen a swarm of moths that weren't near a light. Do you know why moths like going by like bride's faces? God, here we go. Because they're glowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one's kind of sweet. Yeah. That's very out of character for you. <gasps> <laughs> That's so rude. When we talked about a little bit before about like how come he's so famous if like it's, you know, the way it is. And that is because after the movie Mothman Prophecies came out, sightings began again, and the town turned into a tourist destination. Um, and then they erected a statue to mm-hmm. Mothman in Point Pleasant. Mm-hmm. And right uh, right around the corner from the statue is the Mothman Museum. And every year... What the hell's in it? All kinds of stuff, like newspaper clippings, eyewitness accounts. Like It's, it's basically a museum talking about the lore of the legend of Mothman right. and kind of the story from start to finish. Mm-hmm. There's also people who study it, try to figure out what it is. But every year, they have a Mothman festival there. That's fun. Yeah, and it draws tons of tourism. Like, millions of dollars pours into the town during that time. And what I learned during my research is... Basically, nobody in town really believes in the Mothman. (laughs) They know that it's a tourism thing, and so they just kind of go with it. But also, there have been some allegations that the town created the story of the Mothman for tourism, which I don't believe. 
Yeah. Because the Mothman story happened in the 60s, and the tourism thing didn't start until 30 years later. <laughs> Mothman has become a huge thing in pop culture now. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think huge actually might be an overstatement, <laughs> but he's a very famous cryptid. He's always mentioned in the same breath as, like, you know, the Loveland Frogman, Bigfoot, stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, let's go into some possible explanations. Okay. One, these are uh, explanations, by the way, that I found. Mm-hmm. These are some of the theories that people have put forward for what they think is really happening. Number one, Mothman is an escaped military experiment. Yes. Yes. That's the... You're done. The list is done. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think the reason people believe that is because he's been seen around the TNT area, which was an old munitions uh, depot. I mean... I don't know if they were like, well, we're going to make some bullets and maybe some moth people. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, the, there's a lake in that area that is also very polluted. Um, and people think that that's part of it is that, oh, well, he's maybe he's a, a product of pollution. and No, no, I like the military experiment one. I like of all the animals they could cross a person with, they're like, a moth. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Bart's the fly in the tree. <laughs> yeah. Or like in King of the Hill when uh, Bill finds out he was part of that military project called Operation Infinite Walrus. <laughs> they were mixing people with walrus DNA mm -hmm. so they could operate in subarctic conditions. Yeah, it's. I, I think a moth would be the last thing I would... Unless they weren't trying to. Unless it was like a Brundlefly situation. Oh, yeah. Where they were trying to teleport and like a moth got in there. That could happen. Yeah. And they just let him go. <laughs> like, be free, man. I like that. Honorably discharged. <laughs> uh, number two is Mothman is an alien. He's an alien. He shows up, and that's why the men in black are involved. No. Why? No. That's stupid. Why would he only show up at certain times? Does he go back to the mothership? Aliens only show up at certain times. Like when? At night. That's aliens, the dumbest thing. Aliens only show up at certain times. When your pool needs to be cleaned, and... <laughs> Your husband's probably cheating on you. Also, uh, if you and your kids are having a boring uh, summer and you really need a new friend, aliens will show up in your shed. <laughs> or um, if um, you're a pastor and your wife gets hit by a car and your kids drink a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's very particular instances. By the way, we're referencing movies. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, man. When I was thinking about, like, alien movies to reference, like, the only thing that could come into mind was Earth Girls Are Easy. And I was like, <laughs> there are other aliens. And all I could think of was Alf. And I was like, what the fuck? There's so many aliens. Why can't I think of any more? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's an alien either. I kind of like the idea that the aliens would just drop off, like, one of their own. They're yeah. just like, fuck you. You live in the wilderness He's the now. bad one. He's the one that sucks. That's why he can't do prophecies, right? <laughs> Maybe they dropped them off on Earth. They're like, oh, this one's broken. That's how they refer to each other. Ugh, <laughs> this one's broken. <laughs> Throw them out. That's awesome. So the other ones is that it is a bird. Actually, when the sightings first started, the newspapers were referring to it as a large mystery bird. Hmm. And then there was one newspaper that referred to it as the Mothman. Because during the 60s, when this was taking place... Um, the Batman television show was very popular mm -hmm. and the descriptions of Mothman sounded a lot like Batman. So they were like, oh, Mothman. That's literally where the name came from. That's also why in a lot of the depictions of him, he usually has feathers because all the descriptions, he's like a bird. He's oh. not like a moth at all. I like the idea of him being like a giant moth. I think that's really <laughs> funny. 
Um, I kind of don't want him to be humanoid. I want him to just be like a six-foot moth. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but one person put forward that it was a large sandhill crane mm-hmm. that people were seeing. Oh, they thought that was Jersey Devil, too. Yeah, um, and there's really good reason for that. Uh, we Because we've seen the pictures of the sandhill crane. Yeah. And they have sort of that horse-shaped head, mm-hmm. like a lot of birds do, I guess. <laughs> but they are tall. They're about six feet tall. Uh, same height as a person would be. They have large red patches around their eyes. And they have like a seven foot wingspan. No. Yeah, yeah. I also am very uncomfortable with large birds. I don't know why. That could very easily be confused for what people are seeing. Yeah. Um, especially if you're not used to seeing it. Because I mean, like, I'm I'm not used to seeing six foot birds. Yeah. <laughs> so I think if I saw one, I would probably fucking panic too. <laughs> like, holy crap, what the hell was that? Uh, especially since they often fly away right after people see it. Uh, a lot of the, the sightings of Mothman, people see him, and then they shine a light on him, and he flies away. So, yeah. He's shy. Or it's a bird. <laughs> They're frightening <laughs> it away. Uh, the other uh, animal they think it might be would be a barred owl. Oh. Um, barred owls aren't that big, mm-hmm. but they have something in common with the large sandhill cranes. The birds? <laughs> they are birds. <laughs> <laughs> No, they both like Rocky Road ice cream. <laughs> no, um, so a lot of animals, all animals basically, when you shine lights at their eyes, you see uh, eye shine. Mm-hmm. Um, now with these two birds, and a lot of birds, but these two birds particularly, they have a lot more blood vessels in their eyes, mm-hmm. so their eye shine is red. Oh, brutal. So when you shine a light at these owls, which uh, you might remember, owls have huge fucking eyes, <laughs> they're going to appear red. Also, owls fly silently, as uh-huh. we talked about before. Do you think if they catch him, they'll send him to Alcatraz? (laughs) Oh, I love Alcatraz. That sounds like the American Azkaban. Well, now it is. (laughs) That's the American wizarding prison. I like this episode. We're having a hoot and nanny. (laughs) Oh, you could have just said we're having a hoot. (laughs) Oh, but hoot and nanny sounds fun. That's so silly. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, you have more. Like, <laughs> I'm not continuing until I hear the rest of no. the shenanigans. I'm good. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, most people who have investigated uh, the Mothman, um, especially like the, the TNT area, that mm-hmm. area of woods where he is most often sighted. Like we said, it was an old munitions plant. There's mm-hmm. also a lot of what they, these bunkers there that uh, I think they call them like rabbit hills or, or mole hills or something like that, but they're like little green hills. Yeah. Igloos is what they call them. And some people think that he could be living in those. I watched a documentary where an investigator went and just like walked around this <laughs> area and he was like, I don't believe it's here, but I could believe something lived out here. It's pretty spooky. What if it's like a genetic experiment, but like it's an owl who's a person? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like an owl man. Yeah, yes. But if he did magic, he'd be Houdini. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of um, of a joke where he goes, I heard that someone in the company is secretly an owl. And the other person says, who? And I go, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Uh, <laughs> do you know what baby owls are called? Owlets. Do you know where they get them? Owlery. <laughs> the Owlet Mall. The Owlet. <laughs> okay. See, you, these jokes are getting me because I like owls. <laughs> I'm falling for these more frequently. So, uh, like I said, most people don't believe that the Mothman is real, especially the people that live in the town. Uh, they they pretty much understand it to be a town mascot that brings tourism in. 
And every year, thousands of people, millions of people, pour into Point Pleasant, West Virginia to find the Mothman. And every year they have sightings, but if you ask anybody in town, they don't believe it's real. It's all just a big money thing, isn't it? Yeah, basically. I say that's foul play. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Goodness me. This is why you shouldn't tell me parts that are in the episode, because I will find jokes for them. Well, because you sometimes when we do this, so normally when we're getting the research ready for the episode, you won't tell me what the episode's about. Mm -hmm. And so I can't plan anything. (laughs) So I kind of have to just kind of like riff the whole episode. And sometimes when I do an episode, you will bring things to the table that I'm not ready for. The and element of surprise, I baby. Get, I get blindsided. So I was like, okay, I'm going to tell you some of the stuff that's going on in the episode so that you can kind of, you know, <laughs> contribute. I know that what that means is you're just going to look up jokes. <laughs> all I told you this time was I was like, you need to find jokes about the Mothman and owls. <laughs> <laughs> and did I, I deliver? <laughs> yeah, you did. What were you thinking about that? You're like, owls? What the fuck? <laughs> I just do what I told and I get fed when I'm done. <laughs> you just... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so the general consensus is that it's an owl or a bird. It is literally a bird. Um, some people think it's possible that it's just a large variety of one of these birds. Do do you think it's the word? How oh, dare well, you? Well, 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 well. <laughs> Don't you dare. As much as I really like the Mothman, and I do, I like him aesthetically, I like the story, I think it's really an interesting piece of American folklore. Yeah, it's probably just a really big bird that people are misidentifying. Which, you know, that's okay, too. I think he is a military experiment. I'm gonna go with that. Or he's a tiny moth and wears tiny pants. What if it's both? What if it's, like, a really smart sandhill crane <laughs> that the military made and they just, people are seeing it and thinking it's a giant moth? But does that mean that we can make him pants? The sandhill crane? Yeah. I think he would probably need more, like, leg warmers. Oh, yeah. Like the 80s ones that are pink? Yeah, because their knees are, like, way up here by mm-hmm. their bodies. I have no idea how to tailor a pair of pants to fit <laughs> those kinds of legs. I think leg warmers would probably be easier. And just use, like, pool noodles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh my god. I I just, I'm, I love the idea of taking some pool noodles and trying to sort of snap them onto a bird's <laughs> legs while a, a giant bird that's probably terrified of you and trying to convince you it's a moth. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, now you have to draw it. It's <laughs> a <laughs> pool noodle bird. When we're talking about cryptids like the Mothman or Bigfoot or Chupacabra or whatever, what do you think is like best case scenario Mothman sighting? Because like we've talked about this with Bigfoot. Like mm-hmm. if we ever saw Bigfoot in the woods... People, they freeze with terror and run away. We would chase after it. Yeah. To get a better picture. Yeah. Uh, I think worst case scenario is like you chase after the Sasquatch and it kills you with a rock. Right. <laughs> but bragging rights in the afterlife to say that you got killed by a Bigfoot. Oh, totes. So that's worth it. Yeah. In my book. With a Mothman, like what's your best and worst case scenario encounter? Worst case, he just flies away and I get no evidence. Like there's nothing. Mm-hmm to work with um best case scenario um he's really shy but he comes down and i um hold out some food and he comes by and nibbles it out of my hand because in the in my in my mind he's like a little shy animal and he comes he's like um he's like the flea from um oh from uh uh monster in paris yes he's the monster in paris flea and then we 
have adventures together. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's way better than my answer. What was your answer? Well, I would say worst case scenario would be that he appears, I shine my flashlight on him, and he is a swarm of moths all bound to, like, they megazord up to look like a giant moth man. Okay. Uh, for the purpose of stealing laundry to eat. <laughs> Best case is it's a sentient talking sandhill crane who explains the whole story to me, apologizes for the inconvenience, and flies away. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. I See, could get down with that. I don't want it to be a Mothman. That freaks me out a little bit. Like, I love the Mothman as a character, but I do not want that to be real. Uh, like, like, do you remember the movie Mimic? With the giant humanoid cockroaches that can mimic people? Oh, yeah. That's what I think of. And no thank you. Oh, no, mine is, if you guys haven't seen A Monster in Paris, it's, it's so beautiful. Good. Yeah, one and, of my favorite animated movies. Yeah, it's amazing. But, like, if you watch that, know that that's exactly what I think the Mothman is. <laughs> he tap dances. Yeah, he ta- and he plays guitar. Yeah, and he sings beautiful. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I I don't want him to be a giant moth. So in my mind, I think a talking crane would be better. I would name him Fraser. Ah. Yeah, and the worst case scenario is it's not just a moth man, but it's like a moth man. It's a man made of moths. That <laughs> terrifies me. Just in a giant overcoat. Yeah, and you have to throw your flashlight so you chase after it. <laughs> I I don't know why I picture him wearing, like, a jacket. Why does he wear a jacket? Like, in my mind, he's wearing the clothes that the Jeeper Creeper guy wears. <laughs> like a big, like a duster? Yeah. <laughs> what? I have no idea why. Oh, Was he weird. ever depicted that way? Not that I've ever seen. Oh, that's so weird. Every time I've ever seen him, he's like a big hunched black figure with almost no features and big red eyes. I think maybe I think that the Mothman is a creeper. (laughs) That's all we have for the Mothman. I know there's really not a lot there, but I mean, there really isn't a lot there. Uh, The more I research it, the more I found out that this isn't really much of a cryptid. It's more of folklore. It's a legend. Thanks, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) What a lame suggestion. Oh, no. We love you. (laughs) No, this is a great uh, suggestion. It's been been on the list for a while, Mm -hmm. and when he, I asked him, I said, uh, we're trying to figure out what we're gonna do for the next episode. I was like, I have some ideas. I'm trying to narrow it down, and he just sent me in all caps, Mothman. (laughs) I was like, okay, then. So we have some recommendations. We already talked about one, and that's gonna be Monster in Paris. It is a wonderful French animated movie it's in english too you can get it in english and it's basically like phantom of the opera but it's awesome it's got mutant fleas it's got the the sen flooding john lennon's son yeah john lennon's son is in it and he does an amazing job um it's beautifully animated and it's it's just a fun movie so if you like the mothman (laughs) you're probably gonna like monster in paris um i think that's a bit of a stretch but if you like beautiful animation and music yeah, it is It is a really great movie. Go watch it. Yeah. Stop listening to this crap. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the other recommendation is the Nightgeist podcast. Like I said, Erica and Leanna are a lot of fun to listen to, and you will learn something. <laughs> um, yeah, if you like talk radio, you like cryptids, you like wine, <laughs> give them a listen. I'm I think there. you'll really enjoy it. Um, And if you do like their show, go ahead and give them a review on Apple Podcasts. Help more ears find them also. If you like this episode, you can follow us on Twitter at Harley Paranormal with a Y, on Instagram at Harley Paranormal, where Jerry is most active, or like and join our Facebook group, Harley Paranormal, where I like to do the funny stuff. Or if you have questions or want to send us some pictures of the Mothman in tiny little pants, 
Um, you can send us an email at harleyparanormal at gmail.com. Yep, that's where we... Yeah, so if you have any suggestions for future episodes or for corrections to this episode or if there's something we forgot to talk about, uh, I really hope there isn't. Yeah. Um, go ahead and send us an email. Send us a message on Facebook. Send us a message on Instagram. We love to chat. We're very friendly. <laughs> I've been Jerry. I've been Lacey. And remember, it's probably just the wind. Mothman. <laughs> <laughs>